That means it's Max Wrestling episode 374. This is your captain speaking along with El Jefe Moses Marquez. And surprise, surprise, ladies and gentlemen, also joining us is someone you haven't seen in a while. Well, neither have we, to be fair. But Mr. Iron Bank Daniel Crimmins announced that her evil alter ego will return at Promo Mania next year. She is the longest reigning promo champion, and out of respect, it's the only name I address her by the Demoness. Please don't Hello. Hello, mortals. We got there. <laughs> Hello, everybody. It has been a very long time, and I have missed you all. I'm sure everybody has missed you too. Like, I well, the mean, feeling is mutual. Everybody has missed you so much. Daniel Crimmins is willing to place himself against you. I know it's not his smartest move. I got to admit, <laughs> self-sacrifice is not is not a yes, but hey, it works for somebody. It does good. work. It works in our domain, I guess, but it wasn't something that we totally expected to happen, really. But if he wants to come play in the uh, in the darkness, then she's waiting. She will play. He won't like the outcome, but she will play. <laughs> Again, for the greater good. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't uh, know if that, if it's like a, if it's a bravery or stupidity that led him that way, but hey, a little <laughs> bit of both. A little bit it of both. did. It did shock us when, uh, when he said about it because we thought you'd go for belts or you'd go for something else, but no, he wants to. He yeah, wants it, me to summon my dark side. So if that's the case, so be it. Ain't, ain't it funny how Daniel Crimmins changed the rules of the cash in and. Didn't want a title instead, he wants the main event, which is what WWE almost kind of alluded to, which confused a hell of a lot of people this week, which we'll get into. But uh, so Zoom didn't work out too great last week. It, it started well. But here's yeah. the thing. When you record through Zoom, it takes about three years for the recordings to then appear in your files. Then you Then you have to convert them, which is why the second half of last week's episode was just audio. Just like old times, really. Yeah, back in the um, So we're back on Skype this week. Oh, okay. Uh, it, it looked better, but we only had it for like 40 minutes. It looked better. It sounded better. But yeah, it was like once we did the old fashioned, okay, cool. Here's a segment. It was like, nah, bro. We, who said, who said Amy, segments? You said segments? It, I didn't say segments. That's the rude thing. Zoom, Zoom went, know. pay me. So I did. And then I didn't even get the recordings. That's right. <laughs> so fuck Zoom. They're like, hey, you want to go longer than 30 minutes? Uh, let's see some dollar bills. I always thought Zoom was meant to be better than Discord or better than Skype or whatever, but oh, clearly not. <laughs> it is for know. the first 40 minutes. 
Oh, you want a time limit then of how long you can be on Zoom for? We're on a time limit, then they charge you, and then they don't even give you what you recorded in the first place. <laughs> Ridiculous. If you hear a giggle in the background, that would be uh, my other half, Dave, just saying. He's just got home from work, so. Dog's dead. Just got home from work, jeez. Yeah, he was a, he, uh, he's a uh, dustbin man, and he uh, changed over from agency to council this week. So, yeah, he doesn't get in till about, what, now, isn't it? That's a fucking good day. That's a yeah, there you go. The answer to that. That's fucking good day. Oh, we've all been there. Shit. He yeah. gets up every morning at like, what is Mate, it? It's nearly half 12. It's... I'm like, oh, fuck yes. He's... <laughs> he's also found beer. So he's walked in, found beer, and that's it. Happy days. Oh, shit. Yeah, happy days. That's a win. <laughs> I'd say beer's fair enough. Yeah, he's he's a. Uh... Because he starts, like I said, he starts at five and he gets home around about now. And then he's just seen me and gone, oh, you're doing a podcast again. I'm like, yeah. Oh, OK. Fair enough. <laughs> that, that's, a, that's a brutal schedule right there. It, five yeah. at night. All we everybody's slowing down and sitting no, down and hanging out, relaxing. He's going in. That's uh, <laughs> handling business, though. I love it. Handling business. You imagine, you imagine Phoenix on this schedule? He drinks in the morning now. I was gonna yeah. <laughs> Phoenix, yeah. Another night shift. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. All right. Before we get into this week's wrestling, let's uh, see people with more shit coming out of their mouths in Disco Inferno. It's shit, Mark say. Thanks. <laughs> Can you believe the shit these marks say? Get off with TikTok as usual, Mr. Marquez. We hit over 1K followers this week. Right. Uh, Co- Cody Rhodes has been a hot topic on our TikTok, apparently. <laughs> I had to do it. I had to do it, everybody. Thank you so much. I appreciate I saw it that. Um, you know I'm not big on TikTok. I have an account and I have a video, but I don't use it. That's what that I was like, and then Moses took over, and all credit goes to Moses for the 1K. That's I awesome, mean, 1K, jeez. Like like I said in my in my little uh, thank you video, I'm literally just a guy out here giving my blunt, honest opinion about a product and trying to be as friendly yet as, again, blunt and straightforward as possible. But yeah, I, Cody Rhodes has been a thing. I've been saying this for like a week and a half. All of a sudden, everybody wants to sing his fucking theme. Everybody wants to sing his theme. That was a thing in the TSK forever. Our fucking yeah, comment sections would be fucking lit. All you would fucking just, you'd see something about Cody Rhodes and about four different people, my Bible says. My in Bible fucking large, says. In large yeah. caps. Half the people in RWT would be like, that's what I'm talking about. The other half are like, what the fuck's going on? And yeah, now, now yeah. it's talking all over Spotify. You know what I mean? Everybody's, oh, it's their favorite theme. They're making these dumb videos of, oh, hey, let's all join in line and sing this theme. Bro, this theme has been around for three and a half years. He has yeah. been this guy for three and a half years. You didn't do this. You didn't change the channel because of whatever your fucking gripe is. So now all of a sudden that he's back home where you want him to be, or at least home in your eyes, now you want to sing his theme? Now you want to sing his praises? It fucking irks me. It oh. irks me. I believe 2018 or 19, I downloaded his theme. Thank and you. I listened to it like every day for a month. 
I was going to say, I was like, that thing's been around for a minute. Like I said, even Nikola was talking about it. And the yeah. funny thing is, it was written to take a shot at WWE. Was it? Exactly. Yes. If you, if if you, you look at the lyrics. the lyrics. Plus, I always called him Corey. Cause that's what we called him in uh, TSK as well. Because every <laughs> now, I think someone said, oh, what do you think of Cody? And I went, what, Corey? And they went, oh, shit, no, I don't mean that. I mean, Cody, my bad, my bad. Yeah, another, t- another TSK staple, you know, when you, well, that's been our thing. We it's not like the uh, the idea was, oh, the AEW faithful turned on him. They went heel. No, he went John Cena on us. And we were like, well, fuck it, bro. Then be better than John Cena and go. But you didn't do it. And so but that's, <laughs> again, that's a different topic for a fucking different day. But that's the, that was the whole thing. We Another inside joke. We called him Corey Streets, you know, yep. and his and his brother, his brother, <laughs> Rustin. And his, dad, and his dad, Dustin, you know, his, what was it? his dad, Rusty and Rustin. <laughs> you know what? Oh, no, Spe- pause. Rusty was Arn Anderson. Speaking of drinking, Cody was knocking those things back on Stone Cold's interview. I haven't seen that yet. It does look I've, interesting. I I've, I've never seen like two minutes. I, I like Stone Cold <laughs> always give somebody a drink. I've never seen yeah. somebody finish and then go, can I have another one? Can I have one of those ones? I'm this guy. <laughs> That's not true. What about uh no? Um who who would like take his own drink? Oh yeah, Taker went drink for drink. Taker couldn't wait till part two because he just wanted to Jack Daniels. That's exactly. Right. Sorry, I like Jack Daniels. Like <laughs> <laughs> Jack. Shut up, honey. I'm so sorry. <laughs> ah. Um it. you know what my this favorite is- TikTok that you made this week was? Gotta hear it. Sing when you see a wrestler you like. And you pretty much sang through the whole thing, and then Jeff came up. Oh, the fucking cringe face. Mm. <laughs> yeah, except you know what? Except Jeff and Jeff and Darby had a had a really had a really fun match. I, I, I enjoyed the the was it the main? Yeah. It was the main of uh, fucking dynamite last night. And it <sighs> It kills me because, like, I got—I'm I'm not gonna lie. I got immediately upset. I said it was a great match with the wrong guy winning. I didn't oh. like that. I'm a Jeff Hardy fan. I'm a Derby fan, and I actually said while we was watching it, I'm sitting here in a Derby t-shirt, and he still <laughs> lost. What the hell? But I'm a Jeff Hardy fan too, so it was really hard to call that one. Yeah, yeah. See, you got me. I love Jeff, but I hate the finish. You know, so the coffin drop. Yeah, that's that's I, that's the other thing. That's one of the great things about TSK. Harold constantly pointing out who's out there no selling. And yeah, there's times where there's you know it's both parties. But yeah, no Jeff, Jeff did no sell the fucking coffin drop. I just to me, I see no point in it. What is the point of Jeff Hardy winning this and moving on in the in the fucking in the Owen Hart tournament? He's gonna go against Adam Cole. So now Adam Cole's going to get an easy win against Jeff Hardy, or is are you really going to push Jeff Hardy as a singles competitor? Because if you are, then, dude, like, somebody needs to do, like, the thing where fucking uh, Tony Khan slips into the bushes like Homer Simpson and comes out looking exactly like Vince McMahon. Because, like, that's what you're doing right <laughs> now, bro. That's what you're doing. Um, <clears throat> Onto the other social media side of shit, Mark say we kick it off with buckets with a V. I don't know, it's a, it's an internet thing. Uh, Jade Cargill posted some family photos, which is nice. This guy simply replies, "WWE better." Once what? again, what what the fuck does one have to do with the other? 
This is, and and they and then they say like, well, nobody was talking about AEW, bro. You literally just jumped in there and just fucking we're better. What? <laughs> no. But WWE is better than this family. What are you trying to say? Right? Like, are you insulting her family? Do I need to set fire to people again? There's quite a big list I've got right now of certain but, people in the world that need to be set fire to. So I don't mind adding. Usually say, anybody with a WWE in their social media name, you need to set fire to. Okay. Oh, yeah. I've got that because I've already got someone else who, you know, she's a turd. So I need to set fire to that oh, as well. Oh, yeah. She's a turd. That one needs to be set fire at the stake. Oh, oh she I've got said plans she's for a that turd. One. That was she's a, good one. a turd. She's something, but she's definitely... Mm, don't get me started on that one. We got WWE <laughs> drones, and then we got the turd all the way down here. That's that how bad turd. it is. Uh, next up, 10-year-old with a goatee. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, his hot take is, AEW isn't far from folding when you think about it. When MJF's contract is up and WWE scoops him up, all it will take is a few retirements and they are done for. So you're telling me Jungle Boy, Darby Allen, Hangman are going to retire in the next three years? That's what I was going to say. I was like, Britt Baker and Jade are about to retire. Is that is that what you're saying? No, no. Okay, so let's no, let's legit think here for two seconds. Who in the next two years? Who 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 would legit retire from AEW in the next two years? Christian Punk. Yeah. No, no. I, okay, no, no. I'd say maybe Christian. From I don't want to say Jericho, but I'm kind of you know maybe no. He's getting fucking better. I hate this fucking bastard, <laughs> but he's getting better. So I Sting. I could definitely see Christian Sting. Sting. No, fuck. He's just nah, gonna Sting's gonna go to the hundred. Sting's fucking gonna be see, the last. You see the thing? We're like, we, <laughs> we keep we keep. Nope, he's gonna. Nope, he's gonna. But the so, only one we agree with is Christian. That or he's going back to the E. Yeah. Once that Hall of Fame. But yeah, I mean, okay, some of the old WWE guys are probably going to retire, but that doesn't mean they're done for. But like we say, they're building stars like Jungle Boy, Darby, Hangman, Britt Baker, Jade. I could go on and on and on. Shit. Wheel of Yuta. Half of the JAS. Well, actually, most of them. And then again, people act like Kenny's old. They act like <laughs> Brian Danielson doesn't have five more years in him. Like John Moxley doesn't have five more years in him. Even Regal's out there throwing swings this week. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. oh that bro. was sick. <laughs> so what a can sell we, job. Can we stop this small-minded nonsense that AEW only push X WWE stars? I mean, newsflash: not a single one of their champions right now would be in WWE. No. Hang on. Nope. So go go through puberty a little more, then we'll talk about wrestling. <clears throat> And, and thank you. This is why they're marks, and that's the shit they say. So let's go to the desk and start discussing this past week in wrestling. Of course, our weeks begin on Friday. Um, I don't know if this broke on Friday. I think it was actually after Backlash just broke. Is Roman going Hollywood? Well, there's two reports on either side of the coin. One says WWE have locked him in for their plans for the immediate future. They're never going to take that fucking title away from him. Another one says he will no longer be working house shows. Which probably makes know. more sense to lighten his schedule if he's going to be doing a couple of movie roles without actually leaving, like The Rock did. I mean, that's Isn't the it? thing. 
Isn't he in Fast 10? Or that, or is it 11, whatever Fast and Furious film it is? I read yeah. somewhere. I don't know how true that shit is, but yeah. Oh, we're going to get Green Goblin and everything in Fast 10. Um, Roman, <laughs> Roman was in Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. I, know I, I don't know if that's going to be a connection. Probably it not because be. The Rock was in it. <laughs> we'll fucking see. The Rock's in freaking everything. Oh, yeah. that's what he's doing then, really, isn't it, I guess? Well, hey, that's why he's Any- fucking rich as shit. <laughs> Anything in a jungle, Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> so we're going to be shooting this in Cambodia. Get me Dwayne. Give me Dwayne right now. Um, I mean, I can see Roman doing a few bit parts. I don't really see him becoming a leading Hollywood star in the near future. You know what wouldn't surprise me if the E has a movie for him? Yeah, whatever happened to WWE Studios? They never seem to make any movies anymore. What happened to 12 Rounds Part 7? I was, <laughs> was going to say the Marine 9. Was actually 12 Rounds 3 with Ambrose. Was that the last one they did? I believe so. And that was good. I heard it was. I never got a chance to watch it. I got to check it out now. I'm not going to lie. Know, I did gonna... watch. How many? I'm not going to. I don't want any judgment. <laughs> the first three Marine movies? I've only seen the first one. I've seen like With the first Cena. three. Like, because, yeah, Cena was the first one. The second one. Orton? Yeah, Orton. And, and then, the and then, yeah, was it The Miz or was it DiBiase? D- Debussy, I think he did 12 rounds too. Okay, that's what he did. So, yeah, well, The Miz. Because I don't know, I like the Miz in the Marine, but then I don't know, I like the Miz in everything outside of wrestling. Hmm. Anything um, actual acting, he's I'm like, yeah, give him a fucking thumbs up. All right, so WWE Studios did Rumble, which never got released with Becky Lynch and Roman, but that was also Paramount. Um, so the last one they kind of did on their own was, holy shit, we're going back. Wait a minute, isn't that Rumble like meant to be like an animated thing? Yeah. That's what I, yeah, I think. I think it's about a moose or something that wrestles. That um. <laughs> moose. <laughs> oh shit! A moose that wrestles. Uh, is it a moose? Cool. Is it uh, really a moose? It's it's some kind of animal. I haven't really it's paid it. The po- we had the poster up for like a year and it never got really released. Fucking cool. Uh, Twelve rounds oh. free was also with Lions Gate. So I the last one they kind of did on their own was. Barricade in what 2012. Never heard of it. Looks like a goddamn dinosaur. Hello. Oh. I thought I'd actually oh, show his face. Hey, right. really Hello. Uh, so WWE's last solo production was Barricade, and it didn't feature any WWE superstar. It was a horror movie. Ooh, terrible. We like horror movies. Also, started She's nobody I've ever heard of. <laughs> Oh, wait, I've heard of that guy. Eric McCormack from Will and Grace. He, he was the lead. It happens. Yeah. I'm not a big, I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not going to say I'm a chicken, but I'm not a big horror movie guy. Um, <laughs> the last, the last one to feature a WWE superstar by the, by themselves starred Edge. It was called Bending the Rules, and I really don't want to watch that. That no. looks terrible. It just sounds bad. It just sounds bad. 
First of all, Michael Jamie Foss. Kennedy's in it, and I liked him in Scream, but then I saw Son of the Mask, and I never want to see it again in my entire life. That film did suck big. Why? Even that, I went, no, what is that? No, thank you. You should have just oh, get that's, made. That's the thing, though. I forget, like, uh, people outside of the United States don't understand how bad Jamie Kennedy is. And, mm. like, he's... God, like Malibu's Most Wanted was like really good. At least I thought it was fucking hilarious. Uh, but yeah, no, anything outside of that, he's just hot garb. Hot garb. That, that, that and Scream. Yeah, he was. Eh. I still yeah, he was, right. he, he was pretty fun in Scream. He was all right in Scream. I'll give it to you. Um, all right, so Backlash. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but um, Charlotte and Ronda was actually my favorite match of the night. Good. It's good. Um, really good. The main event was good too, but I really didn't care because it didn't mean anything. I I would have been more interested if they'd have kept it as a unification match between Usos and RK Bro. But you add Roman and Drew, you take away any titles on the line, and suddenly I don't see the point in the match. My sources say this was the plan from the jump. They were going to have a uni- their unification match was going to be a tag match, and it was going to be a fuck finish, and that's the end of that. Yeah. So I mean, why was it even the main event? Because Roman was in it. Because Roman was in it. That's all. Honestly, Charlotte Ronda should have been the main event. Well, yeah, it was the only fucking title match. <laughs> like, oh, I do not understand why you are not like displaying and promptly putting your fucking title matches on your fucking pay-per-views or your fucking network Holy specials. Shit. It literally was a- the only title match of the night. That's the fucking problem. Look at the fucking U.S. What was the stat we gave last week? I think I gave it last week. It's been a fucking year since WrestleMania 34 was the last time the U.S. title was defended. The United States title. The same belt that fucking John Cena reinvented and tried to make fucking famous all over again. The same fucking tiny, one of the tiny belts that fucking held, that sat on the fucking Big Show's shoulder. You know what I mean? This is like a fucking title with big time lineage and history. And it's fucking fucked around. Man, well, whatever. I IC haven't even heard. Too. I have to keep asking people who the fucking IC champion is. Because they forget. Wait, don't tell me. I can't oh. tell you. Yeah, it's not Ricochet. Rick- You're no. asking the wrong dude. Who the fuck is the Intercontinental <laughs> Champion? Fuck if I know. <laughs> it's me, secretly. No, it's really. There you go. See, I, and not. I would believe it. And oh. I would believe it. Oh, it is Ricochet. Son of a bitch. Well, who's the U.S. champion then? I thought that was Ricochet. Oh, Aston Theory. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, that's yeah, right. I, I fought Ricochet was U.S. match on Monday. It, it's all fucked up. Um, Just bad. But even the Raw women's title wasn't on the line. They couldn't even book Bianca. But they actually, because they didn't book her, they gave her like a mini documentary halfway through the show. Mm-hmm. And I think oh, at cool. the exact moment that that little vignette aired, Becky Lynch tweeted, well, when I was champion, I was defending it in every pay-per-view. <sighs> like, I understand you're, like, trying to build something again, even I mean, though, she's like... not the... wrong. No, but... Shut the fuck up. I found <laughs> it kind of funny. Um, but Charlotte and Ronda was great. Although the yelling no into a microphone that shoved into your face is always awkward in an I quit match, and I hate it. That whole thing was awkward. Like, that was a very uncomfortable finish. 
that with an I quit match, you have to think of as many creative ways to say no as you can for 20 minutes. Fuck you. you quit? No. no. Do you quit? Hell no. Do you quit? Fuck you. Okay, no, bitch. <laughs> that was my favorite one. No, bitch. But Charlotte also got the shit beaten out of her with those kendo sticks. Bro, those things are not fucking soft. No, Do and then you put one, you put two in the hands of Ronda Rousey. Oh, you're gonna get really hurt if there's two in Ronda Rousey's hands. Yeah. <laughs> right after this match, I'm gonna go lay in ice. She was like, she thought she was a fucking Jedi out there, boy. I think you wet. <laughs> yeah, didn't she like hold two together too? So it yes. was like double kendo stick. She's just whipping ass. Then she turned into fucking Grievous. Grievous, yes, like perfect. <laughs> Grievous. Now, um, Charlotte has a broken radial, which is the front bone in the forearm that connects to the elbow. In actuality, it's been reported that she's off TV to marry Andrade. Yeah. Good for you. Give somebody else a shot for there once. There you go. Yeah, Ronda. Yeah, Ronda. <laughs> well, who's on SmackDown now for Ronda to feud with? Alexa Bliss? Or am I totally off key? She, she just returned to Raw, was which was actually going to be my next topic. Oh, okay, um, I don't know much about I don't know. I'm not following what was going let's, on with her. Right? Let's Google women on SmackDown. Jesus, there should be four. <laughs> what about Lacey Evans? Yeah, Lacey just got moved to SmackDown, did she not? Well, I don't fucking know. <laughs> That's the Ooh. problem, like, this fucking, you know what I mean? I got a post from uh, December 2021. SmackDown has only nine active female superstars. Back in December. And one of them is now, two of them actually have now been released. <laughs> so there's one person in you. <laughs> um, that, that explains why there's some fucking ladies from NXT that are going up to SmackDown oh. every now and again. Well, there's Sasha. She's on <laughs> SmackDown. There's, this is one. Bailey. Bailey could finally return. Where the fuck has she been? She hurt? She broke yeah. something. Actually, I actually think that was her arm. I don't fucking know. She's been out for just about a year now, I think. Jesus! Or at least her last... Oh, ACL. That explains it. She broke my heart. What happened? (laughs) (laughs) Need you back. So, Eva Bailey or Sasha, I guess, is Ronda's next feud. That's terrible. Isn't... Wait, no. uh, Natty. Uh, Oh, oh, she's floating around in NXT. Yeah, fucking goddamn... I don't yeah. get it. Fuck it. Let's call up Nikita Lyons. Hey. <laughs> hey, all right. And then all well, of a sudden, NXT ratings go all the way down. I don't want to see her. Yeah, you're going to fucking squash the shit out of her. Boy. So Alexa Bliss, as we just said, returned on Raw um, without her dark gimmick. Yeah. Like the old Alexa yeah, Bliss. Yeah, yeah. The, on- the only thing was she was still carrying Lily. But um, oh, it was. She needs to give him my doll back. <laughs> I thought this one got ripped apart. Oh wait, yeah, the the, the counselor got, uh, gave her a new one because that was smart. That's not a possessed doll. Trust me, I've got a few. That is no way possessed. That, that's a cute doll. <laughs> yeah, all right, that one's cute compared to what I've got. Yeah, <laughs> still not, mad. Not, at not, not quite as cute as this one over my shoulder. No, yeah, baby Yoda, you win on that one. And you Moses's. Do. Oh, they got yeah. 
Hang on, I said um, the wrong thing, didn't I? It's not Baby Yoda, is it? Because Amir will kill me for calling him that. <laughs> it may be like, his name is Grogu. I know. <laughs> and Dave's not in the room, so I can't get in trouble for that because he's gone out. So <laughs> I would be in big trouble go. for that too. Now, uh, just after Adam Pearce announced that Sonya Deville is no longer an official, uh, she took the L to Alexa very quickly. Um, it, It's curious if... Alexa being back to her old look, her old music and everything is leading to her breaking back into her dark persona further down the line, or if they're just retconning the whole thing and she's just literally back to being the goddess. But if that's the case, why she still got the doll? Uh, yeah. WWE giving us questions. I think I mean, she's eventually going to pull the like, you know, little fucking weirdo out of the hat when she gets mad or something. I thought she was going to turn into the doll physically. That's what it always looked that like. Not, cool. You know, that's what I always felt watching it. And I kind of was hoping she would, but then she ate the doll or did whatever the hell she did when it was ripped to pieces. What What if this leads to kind of like a fucking Ezekiel Elias situation where we've got Alexa and the dark side of Alexa was actually Lily? Yeah. That's some WWE shit right there. No, I, I'm 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 like Kevin Owens right now. Why are you lying? Why are you lying? Or you Ken know you're Owens. not this guy. Oh yeah, I'm Ken Owens, you son of a bitch. Fucking I died. I died <laughs> when he came out in that fucking wig. <laughs> oh my god. Ken Owens. I was like is I was Colonel like, first Sanders. off, when did he get gray in his beard to match this fucking wig? That's what I want to fucking know. Hmm. <laughs> Oh, I was dying. They've been going gray because he's been losing his mind over Ezekiel. Yes. Yes, he has. I um, I want to see a tag match between Ezekiel and Elias and Abyss and Joseph Park. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that could be fun. They brawl to the back and out comes the other guys. <laughs> um. All right. On to AEW, Rampage drew 282,000 last week. I mean, time slot is constantly changing because of the damn NHL playoffs. Um, It was 6 p.m. Eastern last week, which, yeah, it's earlier, but it's too early. That's dinner time on a Friday night. It would be 1 p.m. if we watched it over here. It was on at fucking 2.30 in the goddamn afternoon. 2.30 2.30 in the goddamn afternoon. I'm at work. I am at work. I am. I couldn't even watch it on my phone if I wanted to because I'm in the middle of hustling and bustling because it's the last 30 minutes before I go home. And then for everybody else out there in the fucking world, for those motherfuckers even in New York, some of the bitches is sitting in traffic. Can't watch your goddamn <laughs> show. Like, come on, TK. Come so what on. would we be Hang on, what would we be doing? Because I don't think I even watched it, did I? I think I was meant to, no. and then I went to bed, and yeah, that was the end of it. If if we had watched <laughs> Rampage live last week, it would have been one o'clock in the afternoon. I was at work too. I was at work too. Saying Jeez that. Jeez Louise. TK, get a goddamn streaming service, please. Come on, bro. I need to get a TV at the school I work in and just put it up somewhere so I can watch it while I'm cleaning the freaking school. That'd make life easier. There you go. Um, so, obviously, the E-Drones are jumping on it like it's the end of Rampage. Like, they never take the time slot change into 
into consideration. And if you point it out to them, then it's just excuses. Have you ever pointed out to them the numbers that NXT gets on sci-fi? And yet they want to talk shit about this? Motherfucker, like... (laughs) Y'all used to get preempted for the dog show. For the dog show. At least this is the NHL playoffs and the NBA playoffs. Get the fuck out of here. They also seem to forget Rampage is the B-show. For the dog show. So long as Dynamite's still doing okay, we're good. I don't even know what Dynamite's ratings are anymore because it doesn't really seem like a big deal anymore. I don't know why these motherfuckers want to keep fighting and making an argument about some shit. But again, but again, one of the fucking founders of AEW shows up on their screen and shit, I got these knee pads for a reason, boy. Here we go. Sons of bitches. Fickle. Yes. Also, I've been meaning to say for the last couple of weeks, WWE took Cody's entrance and made it worse. It was so bad. <laughs> they, if they that's got, even possible. They, they got rid of the platform through the stage because they botched it the first week where his head was just sticking out and it wouldn't raise up because they built that stupid little box for him to mm-hmm. stand in and then lift it up because we don't have a trap door in the stage. So that didn't work the first week. One. So since then... All they've done is give him the Goldberg smoke. Then there's one pop of pyro. Just... Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, there he is in the smoke. That is shit. I was gonna... The, the, the greatness of Cody Rhodes' promo... Or, I'm sorry, his uh, uh, entrance... At least the way I used to describe it is... AEW lives... Th- or, sorry, WCW lives through uh, through Cody Rhodes' entrance. Because yeah. the amount of fucking pyro that would go <laughs> off is just ridiculous. Just ridiculous. That shit would go, and 25 seconds later, it's finally done. <laughs> and you're like, is that carbon monoxide in my eyes? <laughs> or is does my Bible say? And you didn't give a shit. Yeah, his, his entrance in AEW was grand and spectacular every single week. In WWE, it's like a magician going, poof, Cody Rhodes. <laughs> the worst part is I saw the whole thing in my head. <laughs> like an actual magician. Bam, Cody Rhodes. A mini Harry Potter. <laughs> yes. Oh, God, it's even funnier. <laughs> Akio Cody. There he is. There he is. The only entrance that I could compare it to is freaking Gilberg. Gilbert. Dwayne, oh. Dwayne Gill. With the little sparklers. Yeah, except like this is like if they wanted to take Gilbert and make it serious. All right, cool. This is what we're going to do. This is your theme. All right, cool. This, wow. Like we're, we're blowing our budget on Cody's pyro. We can't do the stage thing anymore. So what can we do? Well, we got a smoke machine and we got one firework. That'll do. Actually, you want to know what happened is fucking is uh, is Cody walked into Vince. He's all knocking on the door in Vince's office. Hey, um. So I need you to sign this check. He's like, what the fuck is this? He's all, that's my royalties check for my theme. It got huge on fucking Spotify. We're cutting your pyro, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what you get now. You get over in this company and we cut your pyro. Um, so then we got Adam Cole and Dax kicking off Dynamite. And I don't think very many people kind of saw the poetry in the results, so you had Adam Cole, who's a Shawn Michaels guy, B 
beaten Dax, who's a Bret Hart guy, with a sharpshooter in an Owen Hart tournament. I think I, I saw s- the end of that. I didn't see the beginning of it. I think I came into uh, TSK around the end of that match. Yeah, it was... Uh, I God. This Owen Hart... Well, let me stop. Hold on, because I don't want to put my foot in my mouth. Every time I've been seeing Dax in this tournament has been some form of a Bret Hart match. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm, I, I can't put my finger on which one this was, but... um. Yeah, fucking bananas. I but I loved every second of it. Excellent match. The whole fucking uh, 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 Adam Cole teased in the sweet chin music in the corner. I was like, oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> but it was it was so good. And then to see him in that like, I don't know what it is, dude. Like I I hate to I hate to be a a, a total douche to to Dwayne and he he'd murder me right now. But like, why does everybody do a sharpshooter better than fucking anybody in the WWE? Anybody in AEW does a sharpshooter better than anybody, except for maybe Natty. Like, Adam Cole, like, when you hit a sharpshooter, you're meant to, like, sit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, quite literally sit on it. And when he did, I was like, nope, that's fucking it. And Dax's sell job, begging the ref, please don't, please don't. uh, Okay, fine, I quit. It's fucking just perfect. Just perfect. I, I was like, this is like a four and a half star match just to fucking open the show. Yeah, that that's usually how it goes. Very typically, if Adam Cole has a match, it's going to be in the opening match. It's just fucking banger, bro. Like, is like, dude, if Dax ever needs to go as a singles, he is fucking Arn Anderson, Arn yeah. fucking Anderson kind of good man. Him, him and Punk are uh, constantly throwing tributes to Brett in their matches recently. Hey, when you're a fucking giant Brett Mark, man, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not, I'm not, that's not a dig. That's not a dig. Go out there and imitate the guys you fucking love, man. Seriously, that's, that's why you're in this business. And yeah. when you do that, it makes us love it more. When these fucking videos show up on our social media feeds, like when him and fucking uh, Cash had that match and it was a fucking, a damn replica from WrestleMania 10. Oh yeah. my God. Just my fucking heart, bro. And I was like, I fucking called it. I fucking called it. That was the other thing too, you know. I gotta, gotta take my credit. Uh, as we as we said, Cole now goes on to face Jeff in the next round. Um, I mean, yes, we, we may as well talk about the main event because we've already mentioned it. Like, there was some <laughs> good spots. There was um, the match was really fucking good. Darby wants on. Like, he should have Dar- closed the top of that ladder before Darby did. Yeah. As soon as he went up there, everyone was going in disco. No, Jeff, don't do it. Don't do it. Whatever, no. whatever, there's me going, fuck it, he's going to do it anyway. Let him, he wants to break and kill himself, let him do it. The best, part, it of, the best <laughs> part about the TSK during that whole thing is that we kept trying to compare it to, like, what else, what, what's taller? What else would he want that's taller that he oh, can that get? Be, yeah. <laughs> and so I came running in because I was, like, in the middle of, like, half cooking dinner, half watching this show. That's what the great thing about my little setup. I just fucking turned my monitor right towards the kitchen. Yeah. And, uh. I fucking came running over. I was like, Jeff is probably calling TK and be like, hey, you seen that thing Kota Ibushi and fucking uh, has like Will Ospreay have like done moonsault offs of in the Tokyo Dome? Oh, yeah. You mean the actual Tokyo Dome? Yeah. I want you to buy that thing so I can jump off it. <laughs> what was the other like, one? Was it run to the store and kind of get the tallest ladder you oh, can yeah, I'm gonna find? Need you, oh, yeah. I'm going to need you to go get a scaffold one time. And... <laughs> but was oh, yeah, it we just kept ladder? coming up. 
He's like, I need you to. He's like, I need you to weld this ladder on top of this ladder. Okay. What? Just shut up and do it. <laughs> that, was, I always, I, that was my favorite one. I always loved JR's call from years ago. <laughs> why the hell would you need a twenty foot ladder so that Jeff could jump off of it? That's why. That <laughs> thing was stupid high, scared the crap out of me. I was like, please just don't, for the love of God. And then, goddamn Darby. Jesus Christ. Little legend that he is. <laughs> if you wanted to, like, if you wanted to, you know, just die in the ring, you know, yeah, pretend not, to be Darby Allen for a day. Not just a swanton off a 20-foot ladder, not just to the outside of the ring, not even through a table, through a stack of freaking chairs. Oh, my God. And, and the fact that Jeff caught him as well after he jumped, even though it looked like he almost missed him, but that was crazy shit. It was like, oh. Yeah. Jeff had to get up to broken. catch him. Okay. <laughs> that uh, was mad. I've seen this spot before, and it always makes me cringe in imaginary pain when Jeff misses the swanton and bounces off the steps. Mm. And he literally bounced yep. off onto his feet and just got face-to-face <laughs> with his fan. He was like, Jeff, what the fuck are you doing? No, I feel so <laughs> bad for that fan. He just seen a grown man cry. Oh, back. <laughs> he's like, oh, he's dead. Can, he, can you go home, please? They both looked like they were crying. They both did. It was like, oh, even my body was hurting watching that. I was like, okay. So bad. The fan was like, (laughs) the fan was like, you okay, Jeff? Jeff was like, mistakes were made, man. Mistakes were made, bro. (laughs) That was fun. Um, and then and then of course ended with the coffin drop turned into a roll up. (laughs) Wedged against the ladder. That, yeah. That. I mean, oh yeah, I mean, yeah, he almost hit his head in the ladder too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not that Darby would have cared. No, I don't think he would have. I just they're both as crazy as each other, and I think Moses, you said it in Discord. Let's see how many of us can do stunts against each other. Let's see right. who hurt each other the most. That's exactly what this match was. You gonna want to do some crazy shit? Nah, if I watch me do some crazy shit. I'm going to do some things. It's like, fucking throw Sammy Guevara in there to throw his fucking jump off of something, too, while you're at it. God damn it. Well, is it but you I mean, said, oh, look, Granddad Sting's standing there watching it. Help me, Papa, help me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Rob. <laughs> oh, Granddad, Papa, one of them. <laughs> it is like a grandpa. Like, he, 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 every time Darby loses this big match, you got Sting in the background just looking on like, well, he tried. <laughs> <laughs> you did all right there, kid. At least you tried, son. Try again next week. That's what he's saying. <laughs> Pretty much. Now let's go and get oh, some chocolate. Let's go get some chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Who's up for some ice cream? <laughs> That's the ice cream, yeah. Let's go get some sweets. You've been a good boy today. <laughs> um, CM Punk obviously defeated Johnny Hungy, but. I love how Punk and Paige are kind of flipping between acting heelish and like taking it. Obviously, I mean, it was Long Island. Long Island already hates Punk because of his feud of MJF. So Punk obviously comes out in an Islanders jersey just to get more heat and Mm -hmm. deliberately asks for his music to be cut so that he can walk down the ring to the booze. Yep. Love Punk. He's made it even worse because he's such an good fucking heel when he wants to be and and he wasn't even a heel he was just no. acting like a dick 
He's just being a dick because just because it was New York. I'm in fucking Long Island and fuck the <laughs> Islanders. Um, but I mean, he was also taunting Adam Page, who was on commentary, and then of course they got face to face at the end of the match. And there's some. It seems like there's genuine hate built, not not between them personally, between the two characters. Um, it's like they're gonna tear into each other, double or nothing. Oh fuck yeah, dude! It's gonna be really good. I reckon Punk will take the belt off him as well. I can't believe I'm saying that of all people, but yeah. Yeah, I I keep leaning towards Punk, but then I keep thinking, oh, maybe Hangman will win. I'm I'm so undecided on this match, and mm-hmm. we got two weeks until predictions, and I still don't know which way I'm I'm gonna go with it. Yeah, it's not fucking easy. But that's not the good easy. thing. It's a good that's... thing that we can't predict the world title match. Unpredictability is a great thing. Yes, that's what we like. Things that yes. are unpredictable. And new. <laughs> Don't forget new. And new, yeah. One of the biggest pops of the night. So after Tony Nese squashes Danhausen, Hook makes the save. That and was... we have got Hookhausen. Oh, they my God. They should have squished him like that. I know Hook was supposed to come it's out, fine. but they could have let him last more than it's 30 fine. seconds. Seriously. It's fine. It is. It was me going... He's going to curse you in a minute. If he don't, I will. And they were all like, okay, chill out, Nick. <laughs> it's fucking great. I mean, it's fine. Harold put it out. Again, the TSK is where it's at. The, the Harold pointed it out perfectly. This guy can lose like 20 matches in a row. You hear me? 20 matches in a fucking row. But as long as he goes out there and curses a nerd every now and again, he'll be as over as possible. But see, that's how he's going to end up winning a match. That's going to be the fucking hilarious part. He's going to go up against some fucking giant jabron, and it's supposed to be some guy that they're going to push, maybe like a fucking, uh, I don't know, but Anthony Ugogo comes back. Or what's the fucking uh, giant fucking dude's name? Uh, oh, in the, in the, the factory. No, 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 in the factory. Oh, oh. him. Um, the furry bathroom. Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Anyway. The fucking, yeah. he, he'll deal with that fucking dude and all of a sudden he like thinks it's a squash and he'll fucking curse him. Bam. The guy just like collapses. It, it starts convulsing Mam- or something. I don't Ra- know. Samamoto or something like that. Nick, Nick, Nick. Kamar- Nick Kamaroto. Yes. Big there Nick with the afro. Fucking goddamn <laughs> the fucking uh, freak beast or whatever. Mr. Freak Beast on Twitter. I, I, think it's I just call name. him Giant Haku. Giant Haku. Giant Haku. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it works. But yeah, um, Dan Housen can afford to lose. Everybody knows he's goofy. He's a comedy wrestler. Um, he's very his... good and very evil. <laughs> yeah, exactly. His appeal very is in is. his gimmick and his segments and trying to curse people. I mean, not that he's not a good wrestler, but true, he is that's... a good wrestler. Yeah, he's not over because he's a good wrestler. He's over because he's Dan Housen and he's crazy. And he, he likes, likes toys. to make the big bucks. And he likes toys. <laughs> ah, yes, toys. I, I watch his YouTube channel, so. <laughs> yeah, you know what he hasn't brought over from Ring of Honor yet? What's that? Which which he probably could have used against Nice last night, is pouring teeth into people's mouths. Oh. Which is what he used to do in Ring of Honor and then kick them in the face. That sounds oh, like ridiculous. It. It's that it. sounds awesome. <laughs> he, he talked about it in an interview where, um, 
that he did with Ring of Honor, which is pre- pretty much just getting to know Dan Housen, which is the first video I watched when he signed with AEW because I heard of him, but I didn't know much about him. And this told me everything but, I needed oh, to know. Oh, it's got to be the less funny Dan Housen. Oh, no, it was funny. Um, oh, and he pretty much made the point of you, the referee cannot disqualify you for putting teeth in somebody's mouth. I love I just it. Like- it's disgusting and it's legal. That's <laughs> 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 the man. Um, now official, we have Hookhausen as a tag team. Like it. It's glorious really like fucking it. stuff. What a reception. Hook is so fucking over. And Cody talked about it on the Stone Cold podcast that nobody's really over anymore. They get o- they're getting over. But I guess it depends on your definition of over. Because to True. me, everybody loves Hook. Facts. That's yep. it. Yeah, that's all there is to it. That's all everybody there is. Everybody loves Hook. Everybody loves Hook. He's the man. Um, contract sign in, Wardlow, MJF was just great. Do you know what? This whole episode of Dynamite was great. It was a fucking awesome show, Ambrose. but this fucking segment was hilarious. Again. He would not take the handcuffs off him, seriously. That's the only part when he went, take his handcuffs off. I was like, that is the dumbest move you're going to do, but go on and do it. Just to see what happens, and he did exactly what I thought he was going to do. Stop beating everyone up. And the MGF sold it great. I, I was loving when he was all asking the crowd. He's like, do you want him to fucking whatever the fuck? He's like, no, no. Did you want him to talk? No, whatever. Decide the goddamn thing. I fucking died. I, I was like, this is a contract. You know, he's supposed to get both people to talk. And the crowd told him to fuck off. And I was like, this is this is how you listen to the crowd. This is yeah. how you listen to the crowd. MJF was like, every time he goes to speak, I want you to boo him out of the building. Uh, <laughs> it's great. And again... Sean Spears. Sean Spears did the thing. <laughs> oh, Him God. What the hell? Why does he always need a chair in his hand? Because he's, he's the chairman. He's the chairman. Oh, my day. I, I love can't... how he built a gimmick on a botch, which damn near killed <laughs> Cody. <coughs> Fantastic stuff, though. But no, it was hilarious. He's all taking off his jacket, making a big old deal. I was a fucking dickhead. I haven't done this in years. Ten. Right. This is great. I'm surprised you didn't see the fucking Twitter one. Was like, oh, I hope he reinvents the 10 gimmick in fucking AEW. I'm like, no, why? No. Like, it's funny to poke fun at it. Yeah. That's it. And that's probably what he was doing. He was poking fun at it because he knew it was getting him over, but Vince didn't want to push him. Exactly. Um, I did notice the botch with the security. I mean, I say security, I use that term very loosely. But when Wardlow just starts fucking. Backslapping them all. Them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was one security guy that Wardlow kind of pushed into the ropes. Mm-hmm. And as he bounced back, Wardlow went to hit somebody else. So the guy just turned around and jumped over the top rope as yep. if he was getting thrown out. Yep. Hilarious. That was awesome. <laughs> well, there was a dude. There was a dude who got shoved, sold the crap out of it, realized, crap, I'm not by the ropes, and then just fucking ran out. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> he did a Drew Carey. Yeah, he was gone. <laughs> oh, he eliminated himself. Oh, what a fucking doucher. <laughs> but apart from that, the segment was great. Um, so now we get to see Wardlow versus Spears. If I remember this rightly. And that one's in a cage match. Yep. 
And MJF as the ref. With MJF as the referee. And then a double uh, or nothing, we got Wardlow and MJF. If Wardlow wins, he's free of MJF's contract. If MJF wins, Wardlow never gets to wrestle for AEW again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Wardlow's winning. Yep. Oh, you better. This is about time he won and beat his ass. Well, WWE don't need Wardlow. They got the Wish version on Raw this week. Huh? Huh? Did what? nobody see the Wish version of Wardlow? No. no. I'm so confused. <laughs> yeah, man. Let me see if I can find a pic of him. This is going to be terrible and hilarious at the same time. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> no, wait, wait. I, I sent the message. Chad sent me the picture. And my response was, Mom, can we have Wardlow? No, we have Wardlow at home. And this is Wardlow at home. No, we have Wardlow at home. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see if I can find it. Uh, there he is. He was Veer Man's mystery opponent. There we go. Wish Wardlow. Wardlow at home. Oh, my days. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Great, fantastic, <laughs> and I obviously he got squashed by Veer, but I bet if he had a full match, he would have done a couple of power bombs. Oh, uh, <laughs> <I'll> fucking cry! <laughs> <laughs> I know I look live in a messed up reality, but wow, that is just uncanny. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> He was probably also a local talent, so which means he's not signed by WWE, so they could Ugh. easily do a segment with MJF beating up Wish Wardlow. Wish Wardlow. Oh, my. <laughs> you know what? I may, I, I may even give Wish Wardlow rest of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that guy. Um, okay, Ricky Starks versus Jungle Ricky Boy. Ricky Starks. Yeah, baby. That was really good. I like that match. If you like Lucha, you'll love this match. I like Lucha. Now, as as they were doing the entrances, I was thinking to myself, oh, yeah, Ricky Starks is FTW champion. What the fuck is the point in the FTW title? It never gets defended. It's for the FTW title. Okay, there we go. <laughs> I pointed out in the TSK that it, like, normally we're, like, fucking world titles have, like, the name at the very top. It just yeah. says Taz. And I'm like, what? <laughs> It's a fucking Taz. All right. It's Taz's belt. It's a fucking Taz's belt. And we're defending Taz's belt. <laughs> oh, God. It's, it's, it's the Taz championship. It's, um, whatever. Yeah. Hook has to win it and get rid of the fucking thing. Oh, please. Um, I got to admit, I was kind of disappointed after the match. Because there was a moment where Jungle Boy was... Just standing on the other side of the ring, dejected, while Christian and um, Luchasaurus stood their ground. And there was a moment where Christian kind of paused and turned around while Luchasaurus left the ring. And I thought, shit, is Christian going to turn heel? We said that. happening. They said it in TSK last night. They were like, is he turning? And then he just hugged him. And it was like, oh, okay, maybe not this week then. Yeah. Like, it's it's coming. Yeah. That was a real tease. Like, literally, when he turned around and looked at Jungle Boy, I went, shit, he's turning heel. He's going to, oh, 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 he yeah. didn't turn heel. He's going to turn and be like, I'm out of here. I'm, I'm, I'm turning in the color purple. 
purple. <laughs> this fucking guy. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think I think he's going heel. It's it's. I don't want to say the writing's on the wall, but if you can't get any more fucking obvious than we are right now. Well, I mean, I never thought about it before last night, but it seemed so obvious last night. Oh, yeah, it's coming. It, I, I mean, but granted, I've been feeling that way for a while. You mm. know what I mean? This is we're talking about Christian Cage. We're talking about a fucking dude who's a, you know, former NWA World's Heavyweight Champion, a former w, uh, like WWE World Heavyweight Champion or what is it with this fucking regular World Heavyweight Champion? And he's sitting second fiddle to this young dude <clears throat> in a dinosaur. I can you know, you can see the animosity coming off of him. Which, by the way, fucking I don't know what happened to like Luchasaurus used to be like really fun and like entertaining. I don't really give a shit about the poor guy now. I don't know what happened. Maybe it's just me. He got bland. He got boring. I don't know. Was he injured a while back? I, I mean, want to say yeah, his knee. Yeah, maybe he's just playing it safe. Hey, hey, it's fine with me. Fine with me. I'm not I'm not dogging that. If that's the case. And then we got another segment where JAS are ambushed by everybody fucking talking shit about Eddie Kingston. All of a sudden, they, what do they say? Like, there's nobody that can That's right. beat the them or something like that. Entertainers. Sports entertainers. Sports entertainers. And then all of a sudden, they get ambushed by Mox, Brian, Regal, <laughs> Yuda. And then out comes Kingston, Santana, and Ortiz, and Kingston. Wearing the burns, by the way. I wonder if it's going to last longer than Randy Orton wore his burns. I don't know. That's a good question. I like, when I seen that, I was like, that's a good makeup job. Yeah. I like that whole thing. I thought that was pretty cool. Because everyone was sitting there going, who else is coming out then? And they turned yeah. around and someone went, oh, there's Kingston, uh, Santana, and Ortiz. And it was like, yep, we saw that one coming. It, it was. We did not <laughs> see Regal throwing a punch, though. Oh, no. He fucking took all the way back to boy. It took me all the way back to WrestleMania 17. Regal be like, "That's for pissing in my tea." That's pissing in my tea. Oh, nice. (laughs) Oh god, this is perfect. That was a great rivalry, and I remember Jericho's promo was, uh, "Your favorite letter of the alphabet is P," and he just (laughs) pisses in the pot. Dude, and William Regal being the great seller that he is takes a sip and oh my god he almost died. This is fantastic. Oh, but no, um, I would not do that if anyone paid me. No matter what, I'd go. You know what? I'm not touching that. I'm going to throw it over you, but I'm not going to drink it. Ugh. <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> the naivety of JAS was great when Marks come out and they're like, oh, "There's still only one of you. There's five of us." What you do know he's in a faction, right? Right. It's all worse. Well, we still got more numbers than you. And then out comes fucking Santana and or, uh, Santana Ortiz and fucking Kingston. Yeah, uh, they this, they need but, a faction name because their names are all too long. Factual. Yeah. Apart from Ortiz, go back to being LAX. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I originally know. they were going to be proud and powerful, weren't they? And they never even used that name. They were just Santana and Ortiz. Exactly. But I wonder where the hell this is going because you got. Was it eight on five? Going to blood and guts. Who's going to be in it, though? Because obviously you got a full set of five on the Jericho Appreciation Society side. You got to pick and choose from the other side. Mm. I'm guessing I'm guessing just Brian and Mox. Yeah, probably do Brian. 
That sounds like a plan. Or please. Uh, or maybe Sammy joins JAS and then you add Utah. I could definitely see that. Six on six. I could see yeah. that. That'd be cool. Yeah, I didn't like it. Good idea. I just want to see some. I just want to see some blood and guts. I'm blood also. Yeah, me too. I'm kind of disappointed we don't have Stadium Stampede at Double Enough in this year. Oh, bastards! We had it for two years straight. You bastards! But then again, they're not in the stadium this year, so. I don't give a shit, you bastards. <laughs> you still they own the fucking South stadium. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the female side of the Owen Hart tournament continued with Tony Storm getting the win over Jamie Hayter with Storm Zero. I honestly didn't want either one of them to lose. Um, there's a lot of promise from both of them, but. Big time. Now we're going to see Tony Storm. Albert Baker's against the Joker next week. Whoever that's going to be. And... Who do we think that's going to be, though? Ah, I'm to Ray. Ooh, that'd be good. Mm-hmm. That's an I idea. Who uh, else has been released? Was the fucking, didn't Mia Yim just show up in Impact? Maybe she yeah, shows up she in AW at the Impact. same time. Um, that was pretty cool, to be fair, but anyway. <laughs> maybe Deanna Perrazzo. Oh, that would be no. awesome. But one of them would have to lose, and I see Britt Baker going through to face oh, Tony. That's right. I keep forgetting somebody gets Britt. He's a random. Uh, what about Abdomina? If I said Abaddon. their name right. Abaddon. 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 Sorry. She's going to curse me now, but yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, why hasn't I been a segment between Abaddon and Danhausen yet? Oh, in due time. In due time. <laughs> oh, that could be really cool. Uh, Athena. Ember yeah, Moon. A good one. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Jeez. This is a... I've literally got a list right now of current free agents in wrestling. As long as it's not Red Velvet. Oh, uh, yeah. Again. Maybe keep... it's one of the ladies from Japan. Keep her in the body section. I don't even have like we that. seen. Um, have we seen Riho? Uh, no. Not for a couple of weeks. Maybe it's Riho. Where's oh wait? Or is what maybe it's fucking one of it's gotta be one of them ladies they they were using from Japan. I don't I mean maybe it is a somebody new that that'd be really cool. I wouldn't mind seeing that. But I'm also thinking like they do have that contract with whomever and they had a bunch of ladies that they were signed on. I mean, I can I cannot think of their fucking names to say the life of me. I can only think of their goddamn TSK counterpart name. Okay, what is like Lady Okada? <laughs> Lady of car. Um Yeah, I don't know who that could be. But I don't expect it to be this person, but I just read apparently she has not re signed her deal with WWE as an ambassador for Japan. So Kairi Sane is a free agent. She oh yeah, she showed up in stardom. Yeah, but yeah, she's wrestling again out there. Yeah, that could work. It's an Aussie. Nice little idea, I like it. <clears throat> What is Gail Kim? I'm just kidding. That'd be terrible. <laughs> so she's in Impact, nah. isn't she, right now still? And she's uh, she, she announced. Yeah, uh, I think I've forgotten what she announced. I saw something last week and was like, oh wow, she's back again. Oh, the uh, Queen of the Mountain first ever. That was it. Queen of the Mountain. Yeah, I love the Queen of the Mountain match. Yeah, Gail Kim unretired for like the fifth time. 
how many times is that woman going to retire? She did the first time. We were all really like, oh, that's really sad. Now yeah. the ninth time, you're like, oh, for fuck's sake, make up your mind. What are you doing? She did The Undertaker, then she went into the Hall of Fame, and oh, this is perfect. Yeah. Uh, I'm retired, oh, for fuck's sake. And then she came back again, and it was like, yeah. oh, you're like She's a bad girl. Can't trying, trying to break Ric Flair's record. <laughs> Ric Flair, who was sparring with Jay Lethal this week, though. Again. Rick, stop getting in the ring, please. <laughs> like, bro, what are you doing? I need you to just not, all right? Um, yeah, so that's it for Dynamite. We got a lot of big matches in the Owen Hart tournament this next week. Gonna be good. Uh, so what time is Rampage this week? Tomorrow night. Fuck, same thing. Two fucking 30 Pacific Jeez. time. I'm at work, motherfuckers. <laughs> we all are, aren't we? I am as well, I think. Yeah, I am. I'm only lucky today because I don't start till free, so I'm kind of uh, <laughs> getting away with murder right now. Like Tony. always. Tony. Stream Rampage, please. Mm-hmm. Mm. Fucking guy, come on, at, dude. At a time that we can all watch it, not when we're all at work or driving or whatever else everyone else is doing. Apparently, oh. though, the, the, the execs at TNT were expecting it to barely get 100,000, so they oh, well so exceeded expectations. 282,000 exceeded expectations. That's great. But, uh, <laughs> right. e- sure. even. Uh, the other option is stop putting it on a Friday. Nobody wants to watch wrestling on a late night Friday night. Make it Saturday not, morning. Not even hardcore wrestling fans. Make no, it a Saturday. Don't. Especially Friday nights. Most people are either drunk or they're out or they're doing something. So if they do it Saturday morning, it might be easier. Yeah. I, I like the idea, the idea of a Saturday morning rampage. Like, God. The, the nostalgia <laughs> feel as a kid when you woke up and watched wrestling. Yeah. Yep. Smack. Before we got SmackDown Live, it used to be Saturday morning, Sky One. Oh, yeah, Sky yep. One was free then, too. Yeah, it was. You didn't have to get Sky Sports or BT Sport and pay through the nose for SmackDown. Mm-hmm. The, wor- the worst time was before Raw was live in the UK. So, it, obviously, it was on a Monday. We didn't get it till Friday night. Nope. That sucked. Actually, we had it really bad considering, didn't we, really? When it comes yeah. to wrestling, it was always a Friday night or it was a Saturday or it was, it was yeah. just messed up. Until around 99. Yeah. Damn. Now yeah. I feel even older and I will be <laughs> older very soon, which is very scary right now. So yeah. Demoness and me have a birthday coming up, so that's going to be quite I know, right? Whoop, whoop. <laughs> Today is my, my son's fifth birthday. Oh, happy birthday to little happy man. Happy birthday. Yeah, he, he gets his party on Saturday. It is no. going to be a lot of work. Mine is seven weeks old today. Hell is yeah. she? Aww. <laughs> she's seven weeks old and she's now 10 pounds. Wow. That's grown so baby. Um, my kids, I can't say nothing about, barring uh, my oldest one, Kat, or as you all know her, as a shapeshifter. <laughs> she's uh, she's doing her GCSEs right now, and she's wow. leaving uh, school in about a month's time. So it'll be six, and she'll be doing. She's sixteen as well, so it's going to be quite a uh, like literally four days after mine. So I hit thirty-seven, and she hit sixteen. Oh. 
Fuck, I'm near enough 40. No. <laughs> Mental yeah. breakdown. <laughs> Hey, this is the charismatic enigma, Jeff Hardy. Hey, this is Tommy Dream. It's the ultimate Vanessa, your girl's favorite wrestler. Hey, yo, what up? It's Darby Allen. This is the voice of Killer Cross. It's the interview queen, Alicia Atute here. You are watching Max. Max Wrestling Podcast. You are currently listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. We're going to take it to the Max. We're about to take it to the Max. And we're about to take it to the Max. It's time to take it to the Max. Hey, welcome to the Madhouse. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Madhouse. Welcome back to the Cap and Mo Show and the Demon S Show this week. If we've made you laugh, if we've made you cry, even if we pissed you off, if the Demoness has terrified you, please hit the sub or the follow button. We are here every Thursday. Um, now, just like the new Dr. Shutigatwa, we got ourselves a time machine. This is This Week in Wrestling History. On May 7th, 1989, so a few months before I was born, Ric Flair won his 11th, brackets officially 7th, because title history gets fucked up with Ric Flair, mm-hmm. NWA World Championship, defeating Ricky the Dragon Steamboat in a 30-minute thriller at Wrestle War Music City Showdown. Um, one of the first, I believe, WCW pay-per-views under the WCW uh, NWA banner. Um, yeah, so it was the 11th time Ric Flair won the NWA title, but because of all that shit fuckery the year before on house shows, it's officially only his seventh. Because he kept oh. dropping it and then taking it back I and then dropping it. And back. Taking I'm it back. trying to remember it like distinctly. I can't. It's not that the fucking. But yeah, there was yeah there was a time and a period where it was like I swear like every year he had a rain and just to turn around and drop it. You you know Ric Flair had. So many bangers in the eighties when you can't remember Ric Flair versus the, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. The, they because they had three of them. Yeah, and that is the thing. He had three, and one of them was a sixty-minute draw. And the sixty-minute draw, Ricky won, and then Rick won it back. No, did Ricky ever win? No, he did win. Did he win? He won. He did, maybe? I believe Sting won it from Flair on this one afterwards. Sting. Yeah, I'm not thinking. Yeah, I don't think. Um, Ricky... It was actually Sting's first reign after this reign. That's right. That's right. He did have a really early run. Holy fucking crap. I keep forgetting about Sting's early runs. Every time I think of Sting in a world title run, I'm always thinking like 92. Yeah. 93. But yeah. Surface Sting. There you go. Surface Sting, bro. 
Uh, May 7th, 2000, Jeff Jarrett won his second WCW World Championship, defeating DDP and the champion, David Arquette. Damn David Arquette. In a triple in a triple cage match at Slamboree, and unlike previous triple cage matches where opponents had to make their way from the top to the bottom, the rules were practically reversed in order to make the triple cage depicted and ready to rumble more accurate. Yep. yep. I, I really like this concept, though, where you start off in the bottom cage, which is basically a hell in a cell. Then yep. you got to climb up through a trap door to get to the roof for the middle cage, where there's a bunch of weapons. Then you got to climb to the top to grab the belt. So it's basically a ladder match on top of a cage match. It is fucking crazy, and I like it. Uh, they should have done more, honestly. Mm-hmm. That's scary as shit up there. Oh, yeah. Because those lad, they were like rope ladders, too, so it wasn't like a sturdy steel ladder that you could climb. It was a rope ladder on top yeah, of two cages. you're fucking back on a goddamn jungle gym. Oh, <laughs> Uh, and obviously, you did need to get a ladder in the bottom cage to get to the roof through the trapdoor. It was nuts. It was fun. It looked very fun. fun. Very fun. <laughs> Every time I watch Ready to Rumble, I'm like, this match needs to happen more often because it's nuts. Mm-hmm. Yep. Complete I... with uh, David Arquette riding into the cage on a friggin' bike. David Arquette. <laughs> Total dickhead. Perfect. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. April 8th, uh, April, May 8th, 2007, on an episode of SmackDown, which aired on the 11th, Edge cashed in his money in the bank to defeat The Undertaker for the World Championship. Taker had only just defended the title against Batista in a cage match before being attacked by Mark Henry. So Edge cashed in on the ultimate opportunity, which, of course, earned him the nickname The Ultimate Opportunist, mm-hmm. um, and also was his second money in the bank. Number two. May 9th, 1999. A lot of people probably forget about this. Kevin Nash defeated DDP at Slamboree to win his second WCW world title. Uh, I, wow. I barely I barely have any memory of Kevin Nash's WCW champion. I know he was WWE champion for almost a year. And the yeah. ratings tanked. Tanked so bad. Um, Oh, shit, this one. May 9th, 2019. Shane Taylor defeated Jeff Cobb, Brody King, and Hiroki Goto. What a hoss fight. At a... Mm-hmm. Uh, New Japan, Ring of Honor, War of the Worlds to win the ROH TV title. Yeah, for the fucking TV title, boy. God damn. Those, those are four big boys. You're telling me, bud. <laughs> That's like Giants and Midgets, but the Giants always win. Yeah. But the Giants always win. Uh, May 10th, 1999, my all-time favorite episode of Raw and was also the highest ever rated episode with 8.1 million. Um, These days, you just reverse those two numbers. Uh, Commissioner Commissioner Shawn Michaels overruled Shane McMahon and rebooked the entire show to spite the corporate ministry members. HBK put the acolytes Bradshaw and Farouk against each other in a lumberjack match. Uh, Test versus Big Boss Man in a nightstick match. Because 90s. Because, yeah, I was going to say because 90s. Because <laughs> 90s. Um, Patterson and Briscoe defeated the Main Street Posse in a Losers Leave WWE match. Ken Shamrock took on China. Big Show versus Paul Bearer with the stipulation that The Undertaker would lose his shot against Austin if any ministry member interfered. Um, Cactus Jack versus Midian and Viscera in a hardcore match. And the main event was just blow the budget. Austin, Rock, and Vince 
versus Triple H, Taker and Shane with Shawn Michaels himself as a special referee. That is an awesome match. I've seen that. I didn't see it at the time, but I've seen it now. That is one amazing match to watch. I distinctly remember watching this Raw live, loving it and watching it like 20 times more. (laughs) Yeah, I can imagine that with you. (laughs) And this was before the network. We had to tape things back then, kids. We did. We did. Don't go back to VCRs. Jesus, now I'm really old. Get you. <laughs> um, we've talked about this in recent weeks. Also, Shawn Michaels booked Sable to defend the women's championship against Deborah in an evening gown match. Mm-hmm. And although Sable stripped Deborah first, HBK declared Deborah the winner and a new champion because she was practically naked. That's right. Because nineties. Okay. win. Because nineties. Because nineties. Nineties did a lot of things that we definitely do not do now. Yeah. Nineties. We don't do nice stick matches and we don't do evening gown matches anymore. Nope. Even though nerds on TikTok may want it. Oh, yeah. Last one I saw was the one in Impact where they did the whole get down to your underwear match. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And Eric Young and ODB got married in their underwear in a cage. Yes, they did. And that was amusing to watch (laughs) because then all she screamed at him was, where's my chicken and where's my beer, bitch? (laughs) Um, May 10th. I miss that Eric Young. <laughs> I miss that Eric Young. What's Eric Young doing now? Oh, he's still doing Violent by Design. Yeah, but yeah. he's still doing Crazy Mask and beating the shit out of anyone who's in his way, basically. Violent Eric Young. It's good. Violent. Um, May 10th, 2020, at Money in the Bank, WWE made the most of the pandemic and shot both ladder matches at WWE headquarters mm-hmm. with the ring on the roof. It, it, it was ridiculous, but it was kind of fun, I suppose. But um, it was, yeah, it was interesting. The the funniest bit for me was Dana Brooke picking up the the toy briefcase in Stephanie's office, and Stephanie's like, "That's not the you got to go to the roof." And Dana Brooke <laughs> thought she'd won Money in the Bank, but um, Otis, this is the Money in the Bank contract room. Like what? <laughs> Um, while Otis won the men's briefcase, ultimately for nothing, because he lost it to the Miz. Yeah, it, well, first off, it fell into his hands because his big ass couldn't climb the ladder, which is fucked up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, also, Rey Mysterio got killed when he got thrown off the roof. And somehow he was still around. Oh, yeah, they explained that there was another roof underneath the high roof. What the Okay. Oh, so he landed on the roof. 2020 was rough for Rey Mysterio. He got an eye gouged out and he got thrown off a roof. I don't give a shit about this guy. Yeah. Let's just see how many times we can fuck him up before he decides to go, no, I'm done. Bye. (laughs) Jeez. Um, And also, Asuka won the women's briefcase only to be rewarded with the Royal Women's Championship the following night when Becky Lynch announced her pregnancy. And finally, today in 2012, Kevin Steen not Owens, defeated Davy Richards for the Ring of Honor World Championship at Border Wars. He went on to hold the title for almost a year at 328 days, and that was prime Kevin Owens, Kevin Steen. Kevin Steen was the man. Ah, birthdays this week. There's a couple that that are being mentioned purely because they have had a couple of matches. Like, they're not, like, wrestlers, wrestlers. But uh, Will Ospreay turned 29, and Helico turned 35. Kevin Owens turned 38. Tanga fucking Loa turned 39. Io Shirai turned 32. Tommaso Ciampa, apparently he's just Ciampa now. 
Yep. You, you, you knew it was coming. Uh, he's 37. Stephen Amell, turned 41. Jesus, I thought he was younger than that. Right, uh, same. Truth Martini, turned 47. This one gets a mention because he has had a WrestleMania match. Aki Bono, turned 53. All right. Uh, Kevin, he, uh, he had the sumo match with Big Show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin Kelly turned 55. Mr. William Regal turned 54. Tito Santana turned 69. Lindsay Dorado turned 35. Bobby Roode turned 45. Billy Kidman turned 48. Kushida turned 39. And finally today, Doug Basham is 51. Doug Basham. So first of all, Danny and Doug are not twins. And I don't even think they're even brothers. I don't think so either. <laughs> um, but there you go. It's... Doug Basham and Kushida's birthdays today. Now, we are two weeks away from our next special event. It takes place the week of AEW's Double or Nothing, so of course we'll feature predictions for that. It's Trivia Takeover Lucky Number 7 on May 24th and 26th. It kicks off with the traditional Champions Chase for the Knowledge Championship as Phoenix attempts to see off his challengers in the match that no Knowledge Champion has ever survived. Uh, His challengers... Consists of Chad Malcolm and Moses Marquez, and there is one spot left. Speaking Don't look of... my way, my feet mortals. <laughs> you know how good I am with trivia and stuff. Uh-uh. <laughs> um, yeah, the only the only thing the demoness turns her back on is trivia. Yeah, everything else. <laughs> she will gladly come after you and, you know terrorize you but if you ask her to do anything like that she kind of goes no to because she's not very good and so i got two last time didn't we if i remember yeah. rightly <laughs> hey it's better uh, than none what's what's amir up to 2012. um speaking of moses and chad they are also going head to head for chad's television championship with the added stipulation announced last week <laughs> by the lawyer himself that if Moses does not win he will join us in the jury Ooh. bringing out the gavel bringing out the gavel son of a bitch and that is official official son of a bitch official <laughs> and more work for El Jefe the shape took it upon himself to choose a mystery opponent to face Moses in a promo exhibition Nobody was brave enough to answer Moses' challenge at Promomania, so I would love to see who the shape has found. I'd also love to see how he's making announcements without me knowing. I was going to say, you and me both, bro. What the fuck's going um, on around here? I, mm, we have our ways sometimes. We can play, like, well, we know from me, I'm Nicola, but I also have my dark aura. So, you know, it is easy to, uh, they get up to their own things. The demoness does she, what she wants when I'm asleep, so, yeah. Oh, oh whoa, jeez. Crap. Well, obviously, hey. if I'm awake as me, my human form, then I'm not doing much. Oh, no, but no, if... No, no, no. <laughs> Shut up. Sorry, Dave just made a stupid comment. You're not hearing what he said. <laughs> it's all good. That is Shut a good point. That is a good point. I have been kind of sleep deprived lately. There you oh, go. Has a demoness been keeping the shape or trying to terrorize the shape by any chance? No, it's the little demon. The little demon. Oh, your little lovely little demon. And in the optional main event, whoever walks away from the Champions Chase as Knowledge Champion will have the option to cash that title in to take on the first ever Jester's Justice for the World Championship. 
So if you want my gold, you got to surrender yours first, even if you've only just won it and escaped the board. For more information, go to maxrasting.net slash takeover7. And if you need more explanation on Jester's Justice, go to maxrasting.net slash Jester's Justice. That's how websites work. Jester's Justice. Jester's Justice. You said Jester's Justice quite a lot there, mister. (laughs) (laughs) I need to say it when I'm drunk. And I'll suddenly turn Irish too. The justice with the jester. There you go. Oh my God, you and David get on so well. I swear to God, you and him. For fuck's sake. Yeah, you two drunk will be hilarious because he does Irish. He does this pretty much the same, all accents and staggers. (laughs) Staggers, yeah. We amuse ourselves. We, uh, <laughs> this is why you don't let Dave plan birthdays and stuff, because it involves, I know full well that there'll be alcohol involved and me not being able to move for a day. So that might work out very well for me. Who knows? We've got the cake over there and the alcohol in the other corner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't forget that. Don't forget the he was <laughs> I apologise. He is insane, but he's Where married. Is... You know he's what? He's married to the demoness, so we're, you know. We're all mad here. <laughs> Sorry. What? So let's move on to half of the A to B to NXT. So we're probably just going to get to A to A point five. I just okay. yeah, I just mix numbers with letters, and I don't care. It's A to B of NXT with Moses Marquez. Fucking algebra. <laughs> yes, fuck algebra. Fucking algebra. No. Uh. <laughs> Alright, NXT wasn't uh, the fucking worst thing ever, but I mean, it didn't exactly start on a good note. There's a... Uh... First of all, they recapped uh, last week and how it ended and how fucking Joe Gacy uh, uh, abducted and or kidnapped, however you want to put it, uh, fucking Braun Breaker. I don't understand how that's working. They just they took him away on a weird looking stretcher. Uh, there is a uh, tag match, Toxic Attraction versus uh, the former Roxy, Roxanne Perez and Wendy Chu. It was fine. I mean, like they worked okay i don't understand why in the hell mandy rose just gets in the middle of the ring starts whipping fucking chew's ass and yet there was a pin even though she wasn't in the match whatever it was blatant interference they didn't give a shit i didn't give a shit nobody gives a shit um the creed brothers uh it's so fucking weird now that there's a lot of people fired and this is gonna it immediately impacts the show like malcolm bivum not being there so roddy is like um, training and here comes the Creed brothers and he's like, you know, hey, we didn't like the way we won, you know, because you fucking interfered and he's like, so you won, who cares? And they're like, yeah, well, we want to win the right way. And he's like, uh, okay, good luck. And he introduces a fucking another member of um, of uh, Diamond Mind. He's like, that's supposed to be a team decision. Diamond Mind's still a thing? Diamond Mind is still a thing. They brought in a kid named Damon Kemp who is actually... I think his name is uh it's, it's it's Gable Stevenson's brother. I think his name is Bobby Stevenson. Okay. He also wrestled at Minnesota, uh, wrestled in the Pan American Games. Not too bad. 
uh, Joe Gacy. I don't know. I I blank every time this guy fucking opens his stupid mouth, and it was dumb. He's talking to me. He's something about the druids and um, Braun Breaker is going to be a part of a movement. I'm like, uh, whatever. And then this fucking segment that they like, they played two, three minute segments of this exact fucking thing, but a different variation of it three or four different times all fucking night long. And it was goddamn irritating. And it's Ivy Nile and the Ivy Nile challenge where she is outworking men and doing whatever, whether it's push ups or fucking, uh, just being stupid. I don't fucking know. It was, it was just, the whole thing was dumb. I was, it was, it was fucking dumb. Uh, there was some fucking, there's, okay, so we have the Owen Hart women's tournament, right? There's the Owen Hart tournament for both men and women. Uh, apparently Impact now has the Queen of the Mountain tournament. There's the women's breakout tournament now. These two ladies, a Fallon, Halen, and Salone Jacobs. I have no idea who either one of these ladies were. <laughs> it went three minutes and I don't give a shit. <clears throat> Excuse me. I was allergic <laughs> to the bullshit. <laughs> um, more kidnapping happens. Santos Escobar fucking um, he kidnaps one of fucking Tony D'Angelo's dudes. So Tony D'Angelo retaliates by stealing by kidnapping one of fucking Legato's dudes. And I'm like, what? And then, so the way they settle it is they call each other. Hey, I know you took my guy. Hey, I know you took my guy. Let's have a match next week. And I'm like, what in the fuck? What in the bad Sopranos writing is this shit? I forgot fucking um, goddamn uh, Kaylee Ray got a name change. All the fire. Dude, I was so fucking lost. I was so lost. I said, who the fuck is this? Why do you look really familiar? Who the fuck are you? And then I looked at her and I looked at her and I'm like, wait a minute. Bitch, you're Kaylee Ray. Why in the fuck? And I think I said this when it happened, but why in the fuck are you changing names to established characters? Somebody who was fucking the longest reigning NXT UK women's champion. Somebody who came in and has been an NXT, regular NXT for, I want to say, a year. Probably and longer. Just, okay. And you up and change her name to Alba Fire. What the fuck? Yeah, Vince don't want anybody using any part of their real name anymore. Shit fucking threw me for a fucking loop. For a fucking loop. Uh, Sequoia, uh, was it? Uh, Solo Sequoia goes in there. He goes in the, he's like a not very good promo, but he's like, he sounds just like his brothers. That's the thing I think that throws me off the most. And so, I mean, it was just like, whatever. He goes out there, he's cutting this dumb promo. You know, he wants to get over, he wants another shot at the NXT North American Championship. And Cameron Grimes comes out and says, You got it. If I win against, uh, I forgot who he's got to go against, uh, Carmelo Hayes. You got the next shot. So I'm like, okay, cool little get moment. Now this thing right here. Now this isn't bad. No, so don't get don't get all like, oh crap, he's gonna shit on some stuff. No, this was actually fucking pretty good, and I hate that I'm admitting this. First one, Grayson Waller and Triffany Stanton at some point earlier in the show were like shopping 
they're like the perfect couple. I saw them for like three minutes, and to me, they're like the perfect couple of annoying and fucking stupid. It's just, it's fucking fantastic. But it, it's this super odd ass pairing of Saray and Andre Chase. Okay. And you know how I felt about Andre Chase. So, Saray well, has to do this thing where um, she, you know, was like a schoolgirl or innocent, whatever. She's got fucking glasses on. She walks yeah. through this light and she comes out and now she's this overall star. Well, fucking Andre Chase and the Brody Howard guy that follows him around, they go through the light with him, and they fucking change, too. So, fucking, she comes out in her fucking bubbly gimmick or whatever the fucking charade now, and fucking uh, uh, Andre Chase has a different color shirt, and this fucking Brody dude goes from being, like, this just giant sign guy to now he's a fucking buffed-out cheerleader. He's got the fucking skirt, he's got the fucking wig with pink tails on it, and he's going... He is literally, like, the best fucking sideline cheerleader I've ever seen at a wrestling show. Fucking goddamn Andre Chase would get a fucking headlock takedown, and this dude is jumping for fucking joy. I'm dying on the side. I am dying. This thing was fucking hilarious. Fucking hilarious. Like, this is... I've never said Andre Chase got over to, to me. He's fucking over right now with this shit. This shit was fucking cool. Uh... Goddamn Ivy Ivy Niles again with fucking lunges this time. I was like, bitch, I don't give a shit about your crap. Uh, Von Wagner gets fucking jumped by Ikemanjiro, which was nice because I every time he fucking talks, I just want him somebody to hit him with something, which is fantastic. This is the bullshit. Okay, this bullshit right here. This shit made me mad. Toxic Attraction shows up in like the back, right? And fucking Indy Hartwell is hanging out. And she's all fucking sad. Why? Because fucking goddamn Mandy Rose goes in there and says, "My, geez, men have never broken up with me. They fired her boyfriend. And you're going to be like, men have never broken up with me. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I was just, I was so fucking dumbfounded at this one. I was just like, are you, this is just stupid. This is just stupid. Um, and then I get to, I get to this fucking, and, and, and I'm trying really hard. I'm trying. I'm, <laughs> I, I am. And I, and I, you know what? I like Nikita Lyons. I do. I, I do. But I think it's, you know, that certain part of me that likes her and not my brain. And that's okay. <laughs> you I know, that's. That's okay, because I'm a man, and it's it's acceptable. No, it's not, but it's the facts. And honestly, <laughs> this whole match, this whole match, I don't even know who this fucking uh, 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 Arena Andrana, whatever the fuck lady's name is, Arena Grace. I have no idea what her name is. All oh, I know yeah. is this entire match, I was like, I'm thinking with my dick. I'm sorry. I couldn't help myself. This match was sloppy. They, like, Nikita, she can sell... But then she sells a little too much, and then her her work isn't as good as you want it to be. Her finisher is smooth, but I swear to God, she doesn't know where to land on the person when she does the splits, and it's she needs work. I mean, I get it. She's over. She's good looking, and things are working, but she needs more fucking work. And then I was like, okay, it's fine. It is what it is. 
what do we got next? You know what I mean? I was like, you know, was there this Creed Brothers thing? No. Here comes fucking Ivy Niles again because now she wants to do the ropes and now she's doing a pull up challenge. Broad, you're five foot nothing, like 112 pounds soaking wet. If I was five nothing and 112 pounds soaking wet, I better be able to do a bunch of fucking pull ups too. <laughs> you goddamn kidding me? Fucking dude, she's an immediate geek of the week. Like they got rid of fucking Malcolm Biven just to fucking force her down your throat. You know what? I think that's the first ever previous wrestler of the week that's become a geek of the week. Fucking well, I mean, Jesus, I might be wrong I, on that, but geek talk of about the your, week. Talk about <laughs> fucking decline like nobody's business. Should we hit the music? Hit the fucking music. Geek of the week time. <laughs> Pencil neck geek, gritty freak, scum sucking PF with a lousy proceed. He's a one man, no cut, losing streak. Nothing but a pencil neck geek. I don't care about your exercises. I don't give a shit about your calisthenics. About your bullshit. You're a fucking wrestler. Get your ass in the ring and shut the hell up. This fucking campy bullshit. If this is going to get anybody over, dude, if this actually gets her over, then hey, shame on me. And I'll go ahead and I'll take the blame like I do. But when it fucking fails, something fierce and it's gonna, (laughs) don't fucking blame me because this is stupid. This is stupid. Okay, so she can outwork a bunch of fucking dudes. Can she wrestle them? Asuka can out. Asuka may not be able to out wrestle a bunch of dudes, but she can sure as hell kick their ass. How much you make that fucking notion? Otherwise, shut up. Like, this is dumb. They literally took this girl who was being groomed to do something to now I, she is officially better than everything. All of a sudden. All of a sudden, she's better than the world. Bullshit. I can confirm Ivy Nile is not the first ever wrestler of the week to become Geek of the Week. That was Eddie Kingston. Oh, How man. How could he ever be Geek of the Week? That dude's a legend. Okay, hold on. I, if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, I gave Eddie, Eddie Kingston and Santana and, Ortiz yeah. Geek of the Week for their stupid on-site bullshit because from the hood on-site means on-site not i see you coming off the plane we'll get you next week and drive away (laughs) no (laughs) on-site means i seen you bitch ass and we scrapping you know what i'm really surprised with um sammy guevara has been wrestler of the week twice he hasn't been geeked a week yet he should like his stick i like his (laughs) stick People people hate on me for that. They're like, oh, well, you don't, you know, uh, fucking, I don't understand how you like the Sammy thing. He's a heel. Yeah. Him and his lady are heels. Like, you're not meant to like them. You're not meant to love them. You're not meant to be happy with what they're doing. You're meant to be grossed out by them. They're meant to be that overbearing, disgusting high school couple that you hated growing up. That's what they're meant to be. They are not just grown. Fucking high school. <laughs> exactly. It's high school shit. 
<laughs> it makes you relive the crap you hated back then. They are one step away from doing it in the corner. Exactly. It looks like a dry hump in each Exactly. That's the shit right there. <laughs> you know what? He should really start wrestling and he can comment, but as he don't... I'm just commenting on comments. You're commenting on comments. So for fun. That's what we do. That's what we, I was going to say, that's what we do. This is also <laughs> the most interaction you lot have had with Dave, because normally he's not here, but he is, and he's now just a giggle fest, so he's just like, yeah. Is. There you go, yeah. he's had beer, he's happy now. So apologising to everyone, because I have a crazy man who lives with me as well. It's all good, but I tell you know we're entertaining. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. And now for the best of the week. struggled with wrestle of the week because i wanted to give it to several people most of which didn't even wrestle this week so hook was yep. one um wardlow mm-hmm. neither yep. of them had a match this week but i wanted to give them wrestle of the week but i'm gonna give it purely on the basis of him actually having a match adam cole baby adam cole yeah um, for a beautiful sharpshooter and a switch in music tease mm-hmm. however moments of the week i will tie between the formation of Hookhausen which was a beautiful moment and the Jericho Appreciation Society getting ambushed by fucking West Side Story can we talk about Jericho's freaking jacket please that thing what was he wearing he he was wearing stylist he was wearing money he was wearing something. He was wearing something, but I did sit there and go, "Okay, that's new." He does the, have his white clothes. Jericho was Seth Rollins before Seth Rollins was cool, where he used to just wear the most outlandish stuff yes. he could find. Yeah. Actuals. Um, and finally, dumbest moment of the week goes to Jim Cornette opening his mouth. What did he say? I must have missed this. Um, so last week, um, there was a segment where Julia Hart teased joining the House of Black because obviously she had stuff yeah. sprayed in her eye and it didn't happen and whatnot. Um, Jim Cornette says, <clears throat> This is the worst segment I've ever seen on wrestling television because there was no redeeming value to this. This material <laughs> was so horrible that nobody cared. Anybody who came up with this story should be sent away to prison. There's no punishment too heinous. Nobody should have been forced to watch this. You send that kid, Brian Pillman Jr., to tell his story, which is hokey bullshit. He's tried so hard that he ended up screaming and squeaking, trying to put his soul into it for a rotten creative. So, Jim <laughs> Cornette... Thank you. Jim Cornette called this... <laughs> there wasn't quite enough F-bombs for a Jim Cornette quote there, but... Uh, he called it the worst segment he's ever seen on wrestling television. So we're going to ignore Triple H humping a mannequin. We're going <laughs> to ignore Eddie Guerrero getting a rectal exam. Uh, <laughs> we're going to we're going to ignore the revival getting itching powder in their trunks. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah, we're going to ignore the whole Katie Vick storyline. I was going to say Katie Vick. We're, we're going to ignore AJ Styles having no wait that was Impact a mystery baby. 
But that was so cliche. The custody battle, <laughs> the custody battle of, of Dominic. Dominic on a pole. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> but yeah, according to Jim Cornette, this was the worst segment in the history of wrestling television. It says that every it week. He's <laughs> the commentator, honey. Oh, for God's sake, never mind. Oh yeah, let's also ignore Vince McMahon blowing himself up. Oh, I can we can he do that again? But this time it actually works. <laughs> <laughs> can we just blow him up? That'd be fun. Oh, what about Valvinus getting his pee pee chopped off? Oh god. Yeah, <laughs> jabby jabby the pee pee. Some of which Jim Cornette was involved with, but no, we draw yep. the line at Julia Hart not turning heel. I mean That's I will segment. I can admit that there's no diminishing value, you know, there's no diminishing return, whatever the bullshit is. Yeah, there's the, you got nothing out of it. I can understand that argument, and we can leave it at that argument. But that's it. Like, I don't understand what fit you're throwing for. It wasn't the worst thing ever. It was just a wasted segment, which is unfortunately something wrestling has a tendency to do every now and again. Yeah, they're wasted just segment. dragging it out a little too long. That's all there is to it. Like, she oh, well. is still going to turn heel. I'm sure it's coming. Calm down there, Corny. Uh, CM Punk also had a Twitter beef this week with Eric Bischoff, which is great. Oh, fucking God. Because Eric Bischoff is so far up Vince's ass. He really and is. <laughs> and the Sorry, fucking yeah. thing is, is, he's showed up more on fucking AEW than he has in fucking WWE recently. Yeah. Until he got inducted Wait. into the Hall of Fame. Oh. Yep. And now he's sniffing ass. Now he's all WWE because he got the ring. Got that. I, got I think you two just broke Dave because he's now in hysterics on the floor laughing. <laughs> I got that bitch right there. See, I got one too. Fuck out of here. Shit. <laughs> shit about his product. Space goes hold my shit. Uh, Punk basically said. <laughs> Punk basically said the old bitter guys like Eric Bischoff needs to keep their nose out of it. I agree. Max. Oh my god. Sorry. 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 <laughs> They're never going to ask me on this show no, again, no, you no, know no. that, right? No. Who needs a laugh track? I was going to say, should... right? Fucking worst, <laughs> worst hit, man. All you got to do is record his laugh, and that's it. You've got to say it funny, because he sounds like Muttley. We've already achieved more than the Big Bang Theory. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, your week is complete. Thank you, everybody, for spending your Thursday with us. You know where to find us at Max Wrestling UK on Twitter and at the Captain 512 and SMR Podnet. And of course, our very best. Do you remember your Twitter handle? Mine? Yeah. I do, but I have one thing to say before I disappear. Um, exactly. The, I have a message for uh, a certain Mr. Crimmins uh, from her. Okay. He yeah. fucked up. Yeah, he really did. Um, Mr. Crimmins seems to have forgotten that once upon a time, we had cursed him because he left the promo league, didn't he? So technically, he's still very much cursed, but when I do release her on him, he will not be coming back. Let's just put it that way. I'm going to make sure that man stops breathing. So making me come back. So, Mr. Crimmins, if you are listening to this, she wants your head, she wants to rip your legs off, and she wants to make you scream. And that is the message I have from her. 
even though I am not that evil. Wait, what do you Jesus mean we're cancelled? Uh, I just got a message. What do you mean we're cancelled? Cancelled? <laughs> cancelled immediately. Cancelled. Well, I'm joking. <laughs> 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 I'm kidding. He actually just said again. Oh my god! Oh my god! Um, how many? How many, how many complaints on Watchdog? <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> um, yeah, I do remember my Twitter handle. It uh, is. Sorry, um, strictly crime watch for me. Oh, strictly crime. <laughs> I'm gonna kill you! I swear to God, I really am. Oh, sorry again, people. Trying to do a world class fucking podcast. <laughs> fucking <laughs> I apologize. It's uh, it's Nick. Uh, let's see if I can remember it. Nicola Mac 853, the demoness. Instagram is demoness the and Nicola MacDonald Dave Smith for Facebook if you wish to. Uh, be brave enough to come and find out what the demoness is all about. Pro- probably not after what Grimmins just got. No. <laughs> no. Who is going to lose? Go ahead. I was going to say, I have no control over her when she starts speaking. So. Oh, we or know. Funny enough. Or me. <laughs> <laughs> and once again, the website is maxrussing.net. Now, listen up, you punts on that geeks. This is what Moses has for you this week. That's right. So I've already gotten some messages. What's going down? What happened? What happened? What happened? Okay, so life fucking finals happened. Goddamn fight. No, not just life. I was ready. <laughs> I no, no, I was ready. I was like, okay, finals is going on. I got some things I'm happening, but watch me watch this show. And so I got the first episode of WCW in, and it was all nice and like handled. And then, <laughs> so I ended up skipping that episode of raw that week and did three weeks after the fact so i was getting ready to literally like do the raw before fucking whatever pay-per-view it was and i was like wait a minute what and so yeah no so um it should be dropping on monday though and it's proper proper you know proper monday to monday the proper form as they say so that should be coming back um Bolt Ranch stuff is going to just come as it comes. It's not going to be a for sure thing. I want to focus a little bit more on bringing Retro back on a normal basis. And with that, you know, I want to get on a nice big old schedule. And I kind of want to do start that correctly on Moonday. But other than that, another thing I'm going to throw into the schedule. Uh, I announced on TikTok that I'm going to try to figure out how to get clips of this fun show posted to there. That way people can start to check out Max Wrestling UK's actual fun podcast because this is where all this began and because i promised it since we hit a thousand max wrestling is going on twitch um right now i've been talking to daz we are going to consider possibly streaming this show live on twitch each and every thursday it's not a for sure thing yet we have to work out the schematics and the fun jazz but max wrestling we're live pal Max Wrestling will be doing some gaming, which is apparently what people really want to love and do. And I'm considering doing some like pay-per-view reaction, watch along gimmicks, you know what I mean? Come hang out as we watch a show together, discuss it, blah, 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 blah. So uh, more details on that to come. But just know that by the end, by June, if not probably, uh, actually, you know, probably by double or nothing, Max Wrestling will be on Twitch. Just in time for TakeOver. 
There you go. Uh, and finally, episode three of Open Road is available right now. If you like seeing three idiots driving around talking shit. I do. That's the show for you. It's hilarious stuff. Even though I missed last week's one, but I will watch it later. Promise. Change <laughs> life. Um, there's also a couple of outtakes from the cinematic sequel. Um, you wouldn't believe how difficult it is to uh, make a flamethrower work. Oh, I can only imagine. Oh, I can. We should ask Chris Jericho, though. <laughs> and with that said, join us next week for the Go Home Show to Trivia Takeover, looking number seven. And also keep a lookout for the season finale of Ryan Squared Season 2 this weekend, featuring your very own Max Wrestling crew. Once as again. well as as well as the demoness as well. Of Ooh. course, you're making a cameo. Everybody makes a cameo on Ryan Squared season finale. But I actually right. made it. I made mine months really ago. Like literally, I think <laughs> before. Yeah, I made it a long time ago. So it's gonna. I look a bit different from what I do right now. So this could be amusing. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Yeah. Any anything is possible in the Ryan verse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've only got to kill him again for the third time. I think it's the third time now, isn't it? Yeah, third yeah, time. It's the second time for us. Yeah, and we, it's we, me versus Louis again. <laughs> we uh, we blew the house up last year, and it didn't. Apparently, it was the wrong house. <laughs> yeah, you don't remember watching. That. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. <laughs> we'll try again this year. You've been watching the Cap and Mo and the Demoness. Goodbye. Mwah. And good night. Bang. Chad, stop calling the phone. I am so sorry. Yeah, he's a... sorry, Jets. Go on, apologize. Be yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, he says he's sorry. He's oh, we had fun. He's <laughs> not like the thing is when he like uh, he he kept on looking at me and I kept muting it, thinking you're not going to say nothing, are you? And he went no, no, no. And then obviously he heard you and Mo say something, and that was it. He was like, oh my god, I can bounce off. Oh yeah, no, the random. He keeps making Sean of the Dead jokes as well on mute. He oh, kept no, going, Cornetto. <laughs> Who was Cornetto? All rise. Moses, you had your chance. All of this could have been avoided. All you had to do was join your boys in the jury. And now, sure, you have a chance to become TV champion. But if not, then you have no choice but to join the jury. And I hoped that you would have joined of your own accord, that we could have avoided blackmail and the sorts, but... He picked a fight with a lawyer. So in two weeks, one way or another, Chad Malcolm is taking you to court. Pardon the interruption, Captain, but someone needs to speak to you and your jury. Max Wrestling and Promo Fans tuning in worldwide. It's story time with the Walker Bay Bay.
What the? How the fuck did he get into this show? He's supposed to be fired. Son of a... Man, it feels good to be back after what well, feels like a year, it feels like, almost. I'm here to provide an update. Since the captain keeps asking each week, where's Travis? Where's the walker? Where is he? Even though a month or so ago, the jury debuted and passed judgment on me, saying guilty. Guilty of what, Captain? Guilty of wanting to spend time with my family? Guilty of wanting to spend time with my daughter and teaching her how to ride a bicycle with no training wheels. Guilty of wanting to spend time with my son and teach him how to walk. Or am I just guilty of being the world's greatest dad? Now, Chad, I know you wanted me to have this 90 day no compete. Well, <laughs> I'm not the only one that can have fun and use Alexander Rowan to hack into the show. But I have a good friend that I met at Promo Slam a couple years ago. He goes by the name the shape. You see, the shape has been talking to me over the past few weeks, ever since I got left in my own floor in a puddle of my own blood at the hands of Cypher, who then stole my crown. But I'll get to that in a minute. The shape approached me and wanting to form an alliance, dare I say, a faction. In this faction, it is pretty much what the shape has always done. He goes, he, he used to challenge the weak. He used to challenge the ones that needed to rise from the ashes. Well, the shape has decided to form an alliance and form a faction of the same concept. Those who have felt left out the ones that consider themselves misfits of Max Wrestling. The ones that have been burned to ashes. The ones that feel like failures. He decided to form this faction to prove to the jury that the jury is not the dominant faction of Max Wrestling that they are not 
above everyone else. The jury likes to dabble in bullshit contracts and find loopholes to get what they want when they want it. But that's the difference between the jury and this new faction led by the shape. We don't find loopholes or cheat. We just take. We take what we want. We take what we earn. We take what we deserve. Now, you saw the shape announce that at Trivia Takeover, Moses Marquez will face a mystery opponent. That mystery opponent is a member of our new faction. And let me tell you, that mystery opponent is more dominant, more fierce than anyone in the jury. In fact, dare I say, this mystery opponent is more dominant and more fierce and vicious than anyone else in this faction including myself this mystery opponent even though they are on my side terrifies the living hell out of me so have fun Moses and while I'm talking to you Moses you've probably noticed that Chad has been trying to reach you not for an extended car warranty but to extend your contract to make you a member of the jury well at trivia takeover while you putting that into consideration how about you consider joining us meet your mystery opponent and then decide which side you are on are you on the side of the jury or are you going to stand with us and join House of Ashes? Now, you're probably wondering who's all in House of Ashes? What is House of Ashes? What are they capable of? And that brings me back to you, Cypher. And the rest of the jury take notice in this preview of what we are capable of. Like I said, we don't find loopholes. We don't find stipulations. We just take what we want. We take what we deserve. And as you're about to see, I did just that. So jury, watch this little sneak peek Moses, pay attention to what you could be capable of. And jury, you will learn to not fuck with us.
Hey, how the fuck did he get into the shell? 